Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Revelation Within on the Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the RevelationWithin.com ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, your other host, also a Revelation Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Revelation Within. And we are so excited to welcome you to this podcast, our latest episode of Revelation Within. Well, today we thought we would tackle a topic that both Christina and I hear on the minds of many of our participants, our one-on-one clients. Does eating according to my hunger signals and satisfaction signals, or what we often call zero to five ever become second nature? Is it going to get any easier? Mm-hmm. Why is it taking so long? Good <laughs> question, Heidi. Good question. Well, and to be honest with you, I want to kind of expose this question a little bit because it feels a little bit like this is a question that is rooted in our history, our dieting history. Sometimes if I think of zero to five eating or intuitive eating or conscious eating, mindful eating, spirit led eating, all the things we call this, you know, waiting for hunger and having a just right size portion, stopping when I'm no longer hungry. If I think of that as a food plan or a weight loss program, I'm going to, I'm going to be impatient. I'm going to be looking at my size, my shape, my numbers, and that is going to drive me crazy. What (laughs) do you think, Christina? Well, I'm thinking back to my own experience about doing exactly what, you know, what you just said, kind of turning thin within now revelation within intuitive eating, spirit led eating, turning that into a diet. That's yeah. what you and I both did yeah. our experience. And yeah. so I'm thinking back to what that was like. It wasn't freeing and it wasn't sustainable. No, it didn't last. It wasn't fun either. <laughs> it wasn't fun. In fact, I remember feeling really, really discouraged mm-hmm. because I love the materials. Mm-hmm. I love the Bible studies. Mm-hmm. I love the the you know, the thin within book and the workbooks and all of that, I knew that it was the right thing for me. And I poured myself into the materials, Mm -hmm. but without being able to renew my mind, I basically just said, okay, tell me what to do. What are the rules? And I will do it. And we have a lot of people that come to us in that very same boat. We understand you and I, we get it. We understand. And I think When a person begins this approach or returns to this approach of waiting for hunger and stopping it satisfied that zero to five eating, I think we have to recognize if we do have some of the previous dieting mentality, like how long is this going to take is one of those kind of invite God to show us how to separate ourselves from that thinking. Because I mean, when you think about it, what is the rush? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be eating this way for the rest of my life. I want to feel comfortable with it. Yes. But when you look at how long many of us didn't eat intuitively or didn't eat consciously or in a spirit led way. We just ate whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted, or according to a diet, it makes sense that it would take a while for us to be relaxed and at peace with just, I'm not going to eat until I'm hungry and I'm going to have just enough 
food to satisfy me and it's all good and I'm relaxed about it. I mean, it's going to take a while to be at home with that, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I was thinking about what you said, Heidi, about rushing. And I mean, really, how many years was I in a rush to lose weight? Mm-hmm. I was in a rush for many, 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 many years, decades where it's like, okay, I'm in a rush. Oh, that didn't work. Okay. I'm in a rush again. I'm in a panic. I'm in a rush. So there's nothing peaceful about that. There's nothing in that, that I want to continue. It didn't feel good. Like you said, I was in a rush. And so when I look into the rest of my fifties, I'm in my mid fifties. So I look into the rest of my fifties and then my sixties and 70s and who knows how long God will keep me around. But when I look at that, I think, wow, I don't want to rush anymore. I want to enjoy this journey. And I want to lean into the Lord for what he has called me to. I'm so done with all my old quote unquote plans. And and I think it really trips us up when we put weight loss at the forefront. And we're of course trying to get some distance from the word thin because that's not our goal. But we understand that some people still want to do some shape shifting, of course. But I think that's where we get in a rush. And you and I have both heard people say, well, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. Well, that's definitely a vestige of our dieting years. I think Mm -hmm. it usually comes up when people are jumping on the scale more frequently Mm -hmm. and our focus is on the weight. God is about so much more. And for him, a day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a micro minute or whatever. I don't even think that's the right word, but <laughs> it's not taking as long as we may think we are about something so much greater than our physical flesh. I mean, really, when you think about it, this yeah. endeavor is worth all the time in the world. Yeah. That's so good. Heidi. So true. <laughs> Why is it true, Christina? Why well, is you know what I was thinking about this the other day? I was I was thinking, okay, Lord, my thoughts, my goals, my desires are really different than yours. Let's talk about that for a minute. What are, I mean, I was just trying to get real with myself about what I asked God for. Lord, make my life easier. That's what I want. I want peace. I want my life to be easier. Can you fix this and solve that and figure this out? and smooth this out and make my way path, you know, my path straight. But what are, what are God's thoughts? He wants to grow me. Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> he wants to challenge me into deeper dependence on him. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's looking at my heart and he sees the places that I struggle right. and he sees where those strongholds still are, where I I'm fighting him, yeah. you know, and he sees where I struggle to surrender, where my fears are owning me at times. Mm. He sees all of that. He sees the wounds that are not healed. And that's what he's all about. And then of course, right. it's about his kingdom right. and using me to um, minister to others. And I'm over here saying, make my life easier (laughs) and fix my sciatica. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I see your point. And of course we want those things and and it's okay to bring them to him. Yes, of course. He is about eternity. He really is. So when I look at what are the things I long for, I want to have the mind of Christ for the things I long for. And 
eternal things. So when I think about what things that I might long for are eternal things, Mm -hmm. what things that I long for are temporary worldly, and it doesn't mean they're evil or anything like that, but what things are going to last for eternity. That is what God wants to use my journey to come to a place of peace with food and eating and even my body to teach me, to build in me. And that takes time. And it's not like a one and done. It's not like you go up the hill and then you're like, you're there. There's ups and downs and sideways and downs. And then there's ups and ups and then sideways and then downs again. It's not like this perfect upward going journey because God is, is challenging and teaching us and because he loves us so much, you know, he's not going to keep it shallow with us. He wants us to go deep with him. God has so much more in mind for us than we do for ourselves. And actually (laughs) the other day I was looking for something in a stack of old journals and things that I have that I really need to clean out. And I found some of my prayers from like years ago and I thought, oh my gosh, they are so focused on me and fixing stuff, you know? And they seemed, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't pray for those things because I do absolutely. But I think that my, my focus has changed over the years, it's kind of nice to see a little bit of growth. <laughs> you know, That's maybe awesome. I am praying for something a little deeper than help me to get that first parking spot at the grocery store. Okay. So one of the things that we want to consider is we're looking at, am I ever going to be at peace with this approach? Is it going to ever be natural for me? <laughs> is mm-hmm. how long have you practiced every other way of eating than this? Yes. Most of us, it has been decades of practicing either dieting or not caring. And this is so different from either of those two approaches. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Well, and I thought, you know, since we've mentioned zero to five, maybe we should say what that is. Maybe that would be helpful for you who are listening as just as a tool, not as any kind of a rule or regulation or anything like that. We use a zero to 10 scale. Um, It's really helpful for some, some don't even use it. And that's totally fine, of course. But a zero is physically hungry, your stomach is empty, and you're feeling kind of that gnawing, empty, hollow sensation up high where your stomach is. And then, you know, you kind of go on in the numbers, the five is a place of just enough, satisfied, you don't feel the food pushing against your stomach walls at all. You're kind of at this peaceful place of nothing. You don't need any more food. That's just right. And then you go along in the numbers as you eat more. And a 10 is like overeating at Thanksgiving. You're on the floor. So the goal is to find that wonderful life-giving rhythm of waiting for hunger, true physical hunger and then having a just right amount, and then waiting again for physical hunger. Yeah. In case there was someone brand new to us that didn't know what we were talking about with zero to five. 
it can be super helpful then to kind of understand why eating between the parameters of physical hunger and physical satisfaction are beneficial to me, not just so that I get to a place of being a peaceful eater, but there's other things that God does. He's about things that are deep, you know? So eating zero to five, as we've described it, teaches me how to be less greedy. Now, I mean, do you feel like you're, you were greedy, Christina, when you came to this approach of eating? Oh yeah. And I still am at times. There's no question. Yeah. Um, Just, I want more. I want an upgrade. I want to feel better. I want to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is sometimes like, depending upon what it is, it's in my case, it's usually something uh, sweet. If there's a plate of it and Michael read, my husband reaches for one and I have a fork and I have this temptation to stick with his hand. I know there's green rising up in there. (laughs) Yeah, that might be green. Might be. Now, any version of that, you know, it might not be slapping his head don't touch that that's what I want (laughs) or putting whatever it is that I want and I've got it in a box with rubber bands around it and saran wrap (laughs) and my name on it yeah that might be a little bit um extreme (laughs) a little bit greedy there for sure yes at one extreme and obviously we're describing an extreme but then over time i think that we begin to see the blessing that comes in letting go of that particular tasty morsel that we want you know it might be the fried chicken that has extra coating crispiness on it or whatever it might be and it's like grades of greed and and so it might not be a hand stabbing level of greed it might be a variation of that so Eating this way, eating zero to five or between hunger and satisfaction also shows me my dependence for God. It's a beautiful thing because how many times in any given day will I get hungry? And I can be reminded that he is my provider Mm -hmm. and I need him for a million reasons. Um, When I said that, you said, oh yes. What came to mind for you? And you said, (laughs) yeah, well, because I feel like I've been able to handle so many areas of my life really well (laughs) over the years. I mean, there's been some but this area, food and eating, I need God more than ever. I don't know. I feel like he, maybe he chose this for me as my area to draw him. And I mean, truly, I do feel that my intimacy with him has increased so, so much because of this. Um, And then I've been thinking a lot lately about talking about, well, what are, what are your goals and plans purposes compared to mine? And it's like his design is for us to be in relationship with him and to look to him for all that we need. That's actually his design, you know, so it's a good thing. Whereas the world, kind of our culture in the world says, do it yourself. You shouldn't need anyone. Be strong by yourself. Pull yourself up. You can do it. And so trying to reframe that dependence on God is actually a beautiful, beautiful, just like you said, Heidi, it's beautiful and it's God's design. And do I want to be living in God's design? Oh yeah. I definitely do. And I, I love how pursuing peace with 
food and eating and eating according to hunger and satisfaction causes me to really lean into him. I just to even get to know my body better. You know, mm. I might ask him, Lord, what is my hunger signal? Would you show me? I mean, I, by now I, I happen to know, but people who are new to it, mm-hmm. invite him to show you. Yeah. He, knows your body intimately. He has created you fearfully and wonderfully. And then God, please show me my stopping point and give me a heart that is excited to stop (laughs) because I'm being led by the God of the universe and he's coaching me and I'm saying, yes, Lord. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that God is coaching me. I love that. (laughs) And he is, his spirit lives within me and is my counselor and my coach, Right. you know, my encourager all the time. I can look to him anytime and say, help me with this, Lord. This is hard. This is hard for me. Help me. Another thing I love about eating zero to five and being willing to wait for kind of it becoming second nature, if you will, and not giving up and doing something else is it builds a heart of gratitude in me for God's Mm -hmm. provision. Not only do I get closer to him as I learn more about my dependence on him, but I learned that he is such a good giver of every good and perfect gift. Yes. I mean, I think about all the years that I ate so mindlessly, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even tasting the food that God provided for me. You know, I wasn't grateful. I wasn't tasting it. And so now it's like, wait a minute, there's thousands of textures and flavors. It's, it's amazing what God has made for us. It's absolutely amazing. I want to enjoy this food. I want to try new things. I want to be grateful for what he has provided. He could have just made manna for all of us. Every (laughs) day we go out to the, you know, to the driveway and we (laughs) scoop up our manna and it's like the same thing every day. But instead he's like, oh no, I'm going to do all these colors and textures and the flavors. You're going to be so excited about these flavors. And then, you know, all these years of just eating without even thinking about it or tasting the food. So yeah, I love, I love that point. It builds our heart of gratitude. So, so important. And, you know, one of the things that I love to do, and we encourage people in our coaching groups to give this a shot, of course, is an ideal meal experience. Mm -hmm. And I can never, and and what I'll tell you what that is in just a minute, but I always find myself overflowing with gratitude when I do an ideal meal experience. It just Mm -hmm. happens. So the ideal meal experience is where we sit down with food that we absolutely enjoy. It's, it's a favorite. Our bodies respond well to it. We're intentional with the food. We're intentional with the time. Maybe we even have people that we love with us doing this and we slow down and taste the food and chew it slowly, you know, just, it's a beautiful time that ends up being number one, intentional, number two, a practice of eating mindfully zero to five eating spirit led eating. But you'll find that when you do that, your heart does well up with gratitude. And it's just proof that, you know, one of the things about this way of eating is that I learned that God is such a good giver of gifts. So I love that. I love it too. I love it. And what's fun about the ideal meal experience is that it can be anywhere, anytime. Mm. You can do it at the circus. (laughs) You can do it at a staff meeting. You can do it out to eat Yeah, at a football game. Um, 
at home by yourself in the morning, in the afternoon, every week at your book club. You can have an ideal meal experience anywhere, anytime. It doesn't have to be, you know, sitting down and very quiet and nobody there and that kind of thing. Although you can do that where it's you and the Lord. So if you've never done one of those, if that's the first time that you've heard about an ideal meal experience, I would say, give it a try. Definitely. You will love it. And then you can keep a little running list of all the situations (laughs) that you have had victory with intuitive eating, zero to five eating. Yeah. And what I find it's also really useful for is if I'm struggling with this feeling natural and it's just so much effort to eat this way, If I have an ideal meal experience, I am reminded of how beautiful eating this way is. And what it does is it recalibrates me to eating zero to five and the blessing that it is and the joy that it is and how good God is to invite me to do this. So that's another benefit of the ideal meal experience. So here's another thing about eating this way, eating zero to five, the way then within has taught and the way revelation within now teaches, of course, is it helps me to appreciate this fearfully and wonderfully made body designed. Wow. It's Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes. I was talking with someone the other day who was brand new to revelation within thin within um, on a trip that I was on. And we were talking about what intuitive eating is. And this person said, I can't remember the last time I was really hungry. I've been avoiding it for years. Yeah. And I thought, well, that was me too, because I thought hunger was a bad thing. But when you think about our bodies and how God designed us, when we're cold, we put on a sweater, grab a blanket. When we're tired, we rest, we lay down, we sleep. When we're not feeling well, we we live life differently. We take care of ourselves in a different way. When we have to go to the bathroom, we go and we have signals in our body that are actually very, very important. Imagine ignoring all those signals. So here we are and God has made this amazing signal in our body for hunger. It's strong. We know it. It's not difficult to find if you have practiced a little and also satisfaction and many of us for years, we, we haven't listened. We've ignored all of it. So I do, I appreciate more and more the way God has made my body. It right. is, it's amazing, an amazing, complicated machine. Yeah, it is. Made. yeah. That's so beautiful. Um, those of us that dieted for many, many years, we're used to rules and restrictions, but what we're looking at here is boundaries and they're life-giving and they're beautiful and they cause our lives to feel better Mm. not worse they cause our lives to feel you know like there's a real order and like you said natural Heidi it feels more and more natural as we practice and are we going to get it right away no and are there going to be times that are harder than others because of difficult emotional situations yes absolutely and does God give us grace for all of those things? Yes, we're on a journey constantly. But over time, there is more and more a natural rhythm of mm-hmm. eating the way God designed and really being in tune with our body signals. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that. And I'm in progress. I mess up all the time, but I'm so excited to continue practicing this and walking this into the rest of my life. 
I think the thing that makes a difference that, and we've talked about this before, but this is a great episode to bring it back in is what do I do when I slip, stumble, slide, or fall? Mm-hmm. I want to be sure that I look and learn. And, and all that really means is I'm going, oh, oops, that didn't work so well. I'm dispassionate. I'm not going to condemn myself. There's no condemnation for no us. Condemnation. Romans 8, 1. And Jesus certainly doesn't condemn me for my eating. But what he does is he wants me to turn to him and say, is there a way I can prepare myself for the next time temptation might be presented? I don't mean in the moment there's a temptation. Now I've got to open my Bible. That's not likely to happen for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it would for many, but is there a way I can prepare my mind, my heart, my body, if necessary, to say yes to God and to learn from the things that I wish I hadn't done because mm-hmm. that's what God wants to do. He wants to redeem my mess up. He doesn't want to waste a thing. Mm-hmm. The only true failure is the failure we fail to learn from. So mm-hmm. I think what helps this kind of fall into place and become more natural is that rhythm of oops, mm-hmm. Lord, what should I do differently? So yes. that doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's totally possible for it to become a natural rhythm in my life, mm-hmm. eating between the parameters of physical hunger and physical satisfaction and all these great things. It builds my dependence on God. It shows me how mm-hmm. to be less greedy. And there's other <laughs> things that are negative that it does away with too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and building a heart of gratitude in me for God's provision, helping me to appreciate this amazing body that he has made fearfully and wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and I'm just going to say it. My body feels better when I eat this way. Mm-hmm. I really feel better. I feel mm-hmm. stronger, more energized. My digestion feels better. Yeah. Everything feels better. Yeah. There is more peace in my body when I'm just, you know, listening to the signals that God has, has Yay. designed in it. It just feels better. And yeah. when I feel better physically, I feel better in all the other ways too. So Definitely. I really appreciate that too. Well, thanks for joining us on our episode this week. We are so glad you came. We are so glad that you've been with us today. And we hope that something that we said was helpful for you um, and encouraging for you. Absolutely. We're just glad that we had the time with you. Yeah, we want to have more time with you. So join <laughs> us at revwithin.team. T-A-M. Come and see us over there. Yeah, come and join us. We have an amazing community and all kinds of things going on. Yes. So we will see you next time on Revelation Within. Oh. Oh.